You're not fucking plugged in, Reed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Toxic Talk. <laughs> Welcome to Toxic Talk. Can you hear the rooster? Click off. Yeah, I just heard him. <laughs> Can you hear him a lot or a little? No, I can't hear him at all. Oh, you can't? Okay, so the comp mic is doing a good job. Because that's what Yeah, no, I don't. I can right now. You didn't hear that? I did, but only when you stopped talking. Okay. All right. Well, that rooster tried to jump me this morning. Michelle was this rooster this morning. You could jump me. Jump bones. Jump your bones. So I had therapy this morning, and therapy was. So beneficial to me, I think. And you know what? Huh? You feel better? I feel better about, like, where I'm at in my journey because she reminded me that I'm 25. And I think you and I have had this conversation, but I have to, we have to talk about this every single time, me and my therapist do. But I just push myself so hard and I just... expect myself to be over things quickly and I expect myself to not be bothered and to, you know, never make mistakes. And obviously that's just not going to happen. Yeah, I think it's easy to like, even me in Nashville, like I get caught up with like, oh, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing this, 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 this. But then like, you have to sit back and be like, damn, no, I actually am doing pretty good. Yeah, like you just moved to fucking Nashville. That's all you need to do right now. Yeah. You don't have to freak out on yourself. I'm going to try to make this this microphone <clears throat> where I can move it around without having to pick it up. So are we going to do an introduction and then start filming me and you before he gets in or are we just filming right now? We're filming right now. So we are filming the shit show. Um, welcome. <laughs> so the way this morning went was, well, let's talk about last night. First of all, last night we went live and I wanted to say this to you. How about me being like, okay, don't have anybody on your live tonight that is going to be on our podcast. And then drama hits. And I was like, put her in. <laughs> Boom. I didn't even think about that. But you literally like, Reed, I didn't even know you were going live. You're like, Reed, if you go live, <laughs> don't add anybody that's going to be on the podcast ever. Yeah. Just add and random I was, people. I was already live whenever me and you were figuring out the radio or whenever we were figuring out this thing i was already live and <clears throat> at that point it was like well somebody said we were talking shit and i'm tired of shit getting misconstrued i'm just tired i'm fed up well we didn't even mention anybody's name we were literally eating popcorn in case it is whenever we were laughing at ourselves yeah look at that let's put this bad boy in there oh that's official that's sexy doggy yeah so oh, welcome to toxic talk this is this is how we do things we don't really sometimes we're late toxic talk with macy and reed i'm macy that's reed <laughs> i'm a bartender i'm a singer he writes songs for a living this bitch gonna fall <laughs> that fucking rooster Okay, so when I got off the phone with you, you got on the phone with, you got on live with Taylor. Yes, because I jumped in Taylor's live and I was like, you're never like on oh. live this late. And she was like, well, I was about to join yours. 
but I saw y'all like battling, and I was like, oh, I was like, she said, I said, well, I'll jump on real quick because her box, I tried to just to win her box, but like had me small in the corner, so I just went live again. Uh, but I did talk to her about some things. Oh, what y'all talk about? Oh, well, I can't say it. Oh. Oh, yeah. So she's down. Her and Chris. I love that we read each other's minds. Yeah. My God. Half the time we're not yeah, even no. having a conversation. Yeah, they're down. But other than that, we talked about Chris showed me some shoes that he just ordered that I need to get. And then he asked me to come down to, I think it's Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. I was on when he asked you to come down to Arkansas. Um, so side note, I wonder if Blue Collar Bullet is going to notice that this is his chair. Because you can't really tell, right? He gave you that chair? No, he left it here. <laughs> and it's a nice chair. This is a nice so he like, gave you that chair. beach chair, river chair. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Well, he ain't getting it back. So there's that. You think he'll notice? He'll, I bet he'll be yeah. like, that's a nice chair. I'm going to laugh my ass off if he notices. So, okay, let's set the stage. I'm sorry, guys. We have not done very well here. Basically, oh. this is like a FaceTime. So, I'm Macy. This is Reed. This is Toxic Talk with Macy and Reed. Um, in about eight minutes, hopefully, we're going to have Blue Collar Bullet on here. Um, we were talking last night about whether or not he is going to ghost us. How are you feeling? <laughs> I, I'm a little nervous, not because of what he's going to say about what, what I'm going to say. Yeah, I'm worried about your face. But luckily, luckily, it goes between the three of us. Like whoever's talking the most, it, it has them on the screen. Yes. So hopefully we're okay there. Hopefully we don't see your face. But I mean, actually, hopefully we do because it says toxic talk. So whatever. <laughs> cool. Um, do you have any questions you want to ask him specifically? No, I think I want to let him take the reins because I don't know what's um, no, because I know my ass have asked the most stupidest like thing that y'all want to talk about. <laughs> okay, I do want to ask you about the Nevermind song. And is I that the one where he went? Where he's like. By the time you hear this, I'll be halfway to Nashville trying to see if you can give me what, trying to see if she can give me what you can't or something. And then something, he ends up saying something about I'll be in NC or something. Yeah, halfway to NC. That's rude, first of all. Don't use me, first of all. Even though I used plenty of people for song. You know, I never wrote a song about him. Well, you shouldn't. I'm definitely not gonna, but I didn't. I didn't write a song about him. I'm gonna grab some water. Okay. That I way, when I'm I made an iced coffee. Oh, we can still hear you because you have your headphones in. Yeah, and if I say anything stupid, or if somebody says anything stupid, I can just drink my water. That's good. So you remember yesterday we were talking about this concentrated espresso stuff, and I was like, I'm gonna do my coffee and then the espresso. So I did that this morning, whenever I was having therapy, and then when I was walking out the door, I was like, "What well, says it makes one tablespoon with eight ounces of water?" But my water bottles are half, so they're four ounce water bottles and so i just poured the water bottle in my in this cup and then i did a little creamer and then i was just like a little splash of that that is was bound to be a tablespoon so at this point i've doubled it and i tasted it and i was like no 
not yummy. So I just like kind of go, 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 go in there. It's oh, delicious. So you about to, I'd be like shaky right now. I'm perfectly fine. I can't see though because I was rushing so bad to get ready that I didn't put my contacts in. So you can't see how cute I look? Yeah, I can't. Hold on, I put my glasses on for that. Hold on. Wow, you look great this morning, Reed. It's just a black t-shirt. <laughs> what t-shirt? Where's that from? <laughs> it's one that Todd left. <laughs> Calling you out right now. So, <clears throat> it's a nice shirt. Cool. It's a large. Hey, do you want to go on a date when, when I'm in Nashville to buy um new laptops? We need new laptops, probably. You I need, need a new. laptop. I need a new laptop. Mine is giving out. And this um microphone is also giving out. Like this microphone standing right now on this little on this poor little plastic table is not doing so hot. I need to turn my notifications off. We're gonna stay right here though. <clears throat> so we have four minutes until we get blue collar bullet in here. You know. I think, you know, I was obviously we've been talking to Allie, duh, we've been live with her. Um, this is this is just the time. This we've come to the time. Yep. <clears throat> and let it. me be clear. I don't want there to be drama. That is not what this is about. I think Correct. we've had this conversation. We want to take toxic talk. To a direction where we're not always talking about what's going on between us. Because, number one, that's exhausting. And number two, at some point we have to realize that, like, yeah, people like us on social media. But I don't think they want to, every Tuesday, hear us talk about us, you know? So, I'm excited. <clears throat> well, it's also annoying that we have to keep saying the same things. Yeah, we're just repeating ourselves. So... The idea to have on other creators that have drama or have, you know, had a breakup or have a friendship problem or, you know. So or they're going through like a cool like life journey thing. Yeah. And like it's stuff that their followers are asking about. Then I think it's really cool to give them a full platform where we're like, okay, here, say everything you want to say. And then all your followers <clears throat> who are interested can go back to it at any given point and, you know hear the story so we're pretty much turning into the host and then letting them give their side the other person give their side and let their followers choose whatever they want to believe yeah and we're totally unbiased like i'm not about to have somebody up here where i have like i favor one side or the other i don't favor anybody and i've told you this it's because i don't fucking care i was about to say i was about to say i'm biased i was like no i don't give two fucks enough to be i don't give a shit if it ain't paying my bills i don't fucking care i just you know I, i know that the story needs to be told and we have a platform, so why not? Use it, baby, use it. Here we are. So I'll be in Nashville next Tuesday. Next Oh, that's soon. Are you so excited to see the babies? I'm so excited to see the babies and you and your mother. Oh, yeah, mom's coming to Nashville for the first time. Oh, really? Yeah. Her first time in Nashville? Yes. Oh, God. So we'll see how this goes. Um, and Mama Tiff wants to take Graceland to some Disney Channel thing. Mm, well, in Nashville. Cool. Yeah, so 
I figured Garrison could stay with me and you. We could take him to like Broadway. We take him to AJ's. Take him to Legends. You know, see. He would like to see all those bars during the day. Exactly. Because it it is like people don't understand. It's a lot of kids during the day. Like his kids dance on dance floor. Like it's cool. Yeah, so I figured me and you could take Garrison with us to Broadway, and then Mom and Mama Tiff and Graceland could go to the Disney thing. True. I think that'd be. Oh, sick. it's like a me, you, and like my stepchild, like hanging out kind of day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, that's lovely. So we got engaged. You know, we haven't talked about this on the mm-hmm. show. Have we not? No, we haven't talked about that on the show. So we got engaged for a Trey Lewis trend on TikTok. And the amount of people who didn't make that connection was astonishing to me. Because if you Okay, the video was on his page. If you go right. to his page or his Instagram, it's nothing but people fake proposing to his song to promote and, his song. And neither me or you posted it. No. We shared it to our Snapchat stories. You know, I understand the TikTok people being like, oh, shit, is this real? Like, we're obsessed with, like, whatever. But then as soon as you do your research. Well, no, I had friends from back home messaging me. People like friends of mine back home were messaging me and be like, we don't know if it's real or not, but we want to check in with you. But we thought you would have told us. I was like, oh, 100% would have told you. It would not just randomly be on Twitter or TikTok. So my ex-sister-in-law, you know, me, me and her are still really good friends. She said that my baby daddy like sat down at the dinner table for their dad's birthday and that he was like, so did Macy get married this weekend? And she said she was like, no, Tyler. <laughs> like she looked at him like he was stupid. And she said that her and her boyfriend had just talked about the fact that they were not going to say anything. They were like, if they were like, if Tyler asks about Macy, we're just going to say, I don't know. And then the second that she said it or that he said it, she was like, Oh, we have. Well, that was stupid. There we go. Okay. Sorry. I couldn't figure it out. Hi. Hello. Okay. So we spent all night last night, not all night, but a long time last night actually trying to figure out Zoom. So it's a little confusing. It is. So we're going to, you're going to have to turn your camera up horizontal if you can. My foot, like turn the phone? Yeah. Uh huh. The the long way. Let me reposition here. And make sure your auto flip is unlocked. Is it, did it work? No, I think your phone's slide, down. Yeah, slide down and unlock the the thing that makes it where you can turn. The little lock emoji, not emoji. Okay. There we go. There we go. That's it. Look, we okay. have matching car seats. I have that same car seat in the back of in the back seat of my car. That's I do not. No. <laughs> I had to get a new one because you remember how dirty that pink one was. Yeah, yeah. Bad. That was so bad. So I got a new one. Oh, All right. Nice. Well, welcome. How are you? I'm good. Just on break here at work. So just living life, you know. Okay. Living life. So what are you doing now for work? I do millwright and welding work, and we work in uh, a lot of quarries. So. You know, like asphalt plants and, and stone and brick and stuff like that. We just do a lot of repair work, a lot of maintenance for them. So it's uh, it's rough stuff, but, you know, it is what Love it is. Work. Yeah. Pay your bills. 
That's what I'm you were sorry. doing before, right? Yeah, yeah. I was just doing welding stuff. Um, this is a little more advanced, I guess, but it's not not really much different. Cool, cool. All right. Well, I reckon we just jump right into it, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. That's that's why I'm here, I guess. So do you have an idea of like where you want to start or um well I guess I'll yeah. okay. So let me start by saying this. So um just for the listeners, I know you and I have already kind of had our one-off conversation and Reed and I have talked about it. But this this idea of kind of where we're going with Toxic Talk, it is fully just a platform for you know all sides of whatever story that the followers are kind of you know looking for answers to so our intention here is not to you know cause drama between one or another or it's not to you know like push any narrative that we have or any idea I just I flat out and I think Reed agrees um we flat out want it to be like you have a moment or whoever has the story to tell has a moment where they're uninterrupted and can tell the story that they want to tell and can talk about what they want to talk about without all these followers in the comments and, you know, or in the live where people misconstrue what's about, And what they turn exactly, they turn shit into more shit. Right. <laughs> anything, anything, yeah. Anything. Literally. Yeah, I had to text Ty this morning and I was like, okay, that TikTok I posted was <clears> not <throat> about you, but people are tagging you in it. My bad. <laughs> it's not about you. It's anything. <laughs> which yeah. is kind of funny where that yeah but i like this i like this idea where people can come and like like tell their side of the story and we're just here to help get it out yeah we're just like talk about it what you want to say yeah i think it's a good thing you guys are doing seriously well i mean it's not us being noble it's just us um <laughs> liking liking to be in the middle of shit that does not belong to us really so. <laughs> well, well, I mean, this this particular situation does sort of involve you, so yeah. yeah. Well, my name got got brought up, which was silly, but okay. So I guess let's start there. So that that's why we're here, right? That's here we are. Okay. So screenshots were posted. We're just gonna jump in. Screenshots were posted, and Reed and I were kind of talking about this a little bit last night. Sorry if you can hear my rooster, by the way. He's being a dick. I gave him a whole head of cabbage thinking he would shut up, and he has not <clears throat> shut up yet. Um. So, yeah, you know, the, the, the situation, obviously, is between you and your baby mom, and the screenshots that were posted, was that intentional that it had, you know, that it kind of alluded to the the relationship with me or was it kind of like a oh shit at the the end of it moment honestly in the moment i was driving home from work and i kind of got like to the point of i was tired of constantly receiving messages about like content and comments that were posted about me by by her not by you um by her and um I had these screenshots and I went through them and I just picked ones that I thought I could make a point off of. And that's just kind of where it led. And the minute I saw the first comment I saw, it said something about you. I was like, Oh shit. Like, here just, we go. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this, oh man, I was like, here comes the can of worms that I just opened up. And I honestly, I didn't intend to 
drag you back into it. That's just, that's genuinely, that's just what happened. And I, that's not what I was trying to do. I was trying to get my point across of the situation going on with her. That was the current drama, you know, the current issues. And yeah, just yeah, the current something to talk about. See, I remember yeah. you told me, you told me that on the phone, it wasn't intentional, but outside looking in, it was very like, why did the messages or the screenshots he posts have to be the ones about yeah. Macy? Yeah, yeah, I can understand where, yeah, it, looking at it, it's like, yeah. And then the stories get spun off of it. And I think that's, I'm glad that this is, um, you know, a thing that we can talk about it and not, you know, just listen to everybody's stories because there's, there's a plenty of them, so. Yeah, well, there's a whole storyline, obviously, but it all, you know, there's branches and branches and whatnot. But, you know, I said to mama yesterday, this was only six months ago and it doesn't feel that way. And I think it's really just because so much has happened and so much has transpired. And then there was a lot of, for me, I don't know about for you, but for me, there was just a lot of like trying to forget about it, act like it didn't happen, you know, whatever that, that sucked. But it was only six months ago. So what I think we have to kind of bring ourselves back to reality because we have a lot of followers who are still like, okay, could this be about the ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend? Because to them, it's relevant. <clears throat> to us, it's like, fuck, move on. <laughs> it still is kind of new. It's still kind of new for the like the viewers, but for us, it's like, or y'all mainly, it's kind of like, damn, that was six months ago. Right. Like, yeah. we've had so many other things going on. There's so many other things to talk about. But to them, they they wonder. Like, I when I posted the response, the response video, that it was just funny to me. It was I. I'm not gonna lie. The second you said, <laughs> you said. So why are we bringing it back to social media? I was like, hold on now. Hold Which on. is not what I meant. That's not. That was taken out of context. But I, I understand the the view of it, the point of view. But that's not what I meant. It was so funny. I call- and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna fucking send it i'm unblocking him I, we haven't done this in a while let's fucking roll <laughs> i called mason i was like you know what let's just use this shit yeah let's just <laughs> I mean, play yeah. with it it was so funny it made, it made sense at the time yeah but to people in my comments like the next video i posted i used a sound and i don't even remember what sound it was but i had two people in my comments that were like did she use this sound because she's saying that they're gonna get back together and i was like where the, the hell story. are y'all the, the yeah, video just... we're coming from is him talking about drama with his baby mama. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Literally anything. Literally anything. I'm just, it's, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. well, now that we've got the awkwardness out of the way, is someone cutting grass? Well, that would only be happening at your house, Reed. Yeah, not here. Not here. Just oh, a chicken yeah, and some rain. <laughs> <laughs> You have someone there with you? Huh? You have someone there with you? No, these things are like cancel out um sound, but it sounds like in my ear like someone's like I didn't I don't know. Fuck no, nobody's here. Okay, nobody's there. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> now we know. <laughs> Love it. So Todd, do you have any word that you want to any points that you want to make? <clears throat> um <clears throat> I guess to to kind of dive into just why I, I agreed to be on here and, and wanted to be on here was I feel like there's been a lot of back and forth between me and you and me and my baby mom on social media. And again, like we've said, it 
conspires a lot of different stories and a lot of people's different opinions or points of view. And I think I just want to cover like, and you know, I could talk for hours about it probably, but I think I just want to cover like some main points from my point of view of the situation between me and her and the situation between me and you and how they kind of mesh together yeah. and how that screenshot thing started so much drama was because those situations directly involved each other. And I don't think a lot of people know that some people know about the the screenshots that were posted, you know, when me and you were together. Right. But no, I don't think everybody knows about that, but, um, but yeah, there, there are two situations and relationships that are directly involved with each other. And I don't think a lot of people understand it. And I think yeah. I just want to kind of clear that air maybe, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, I don't really understand it either. So, you know, I think there's a lot that I was kind of shaded away from and like wasn't given information about. So a lot of that in my head is also kind of left to the imagination, which is why I say I just tried to forget about it because it's like something I can't figure <clears throat> out and it's exhausting to try to figure out, you know? So, yeah. um, yeah, I think I have no idea. I'm just ready to sit back and listen, to be honest. <laughs> about I'm to, a viewer. I'm just about to jack today. back on the couch, like, all right. Uh, let's kick his feet up. It. Kick his feet up. That's good. <laughs> Love uh, it. All right. Well, I mean, I can I can start with uh you know, I, I I just maybe five minutes or something, just I'll just kind of explain my side. And if you guys got questions or whatever, or if you know we want to talk about something, you know, whatever. Um but I guess I'd just like to start with a little bit of a background with me. And, and baby mom, you know, the mother of my kids, uh, you know, we met like four or five years ago. Um, things moved really fast. We moved in together, then she moved out and then she came back, you know, we moved back in together. And um, then a little bit later, she found out she was pregnant with our son and things were a little rocky at that time when she found out, but we decided to work things out, stay together. And then we went through a lot of hardships as a couple, not like, cheating lying and all that stuff but um like situational stuff um you know out of your control as a couple um which definitely bonded us you know together we just we've been through a lot and that after that happened um after my son was born it got really rocky and we were uh kind of like in between up and down she was dealing with a lot and i can't speak on that that's for her to talk about but um but right around that same time we found out you know she was pregnant again with our daughter and then she moved out so you know that was over two years ago because my daughter turns two next week so um so she moves out and we kind of like are here kind of there kind of here kind of there and then a little bit after my daughter was born it just went like silent we just like didn't speak for months, you know, other than about the kids, we did, we did always do a good job staying civil about the kids. Right. Um, but, um, there's just been a lot before I went to Nashville, before I made that decision, there's a lot that happened before I left. And, you know, a couple months after we, you know, that, that months we weren't talking maybe we tried to rekindle it and it just, it, it always hit a dead end between both of us. You know, I'd hurt her. She'd hurt me. There was just, there was just a lot of toxic petty things going on between me and her. You know, I, I've, I've never been the best partner. I've never been the best father. Um, you know, and I've definitely have 
never made her feel like she was enough for me. And that's a lot for me to handle. And that's a lot for me to take in, but I own that. That's, you know, that's my shit to deal with. Yeah. And, um, so there's just a lot, you know, there's a lot that's happened between me and her. And it's, a, it's at one point was a very strong relationship, but it's, it's a very traumatic bonded relationship. And we both understand that I think at this point in our lives, but anyways, so back to Nashville, we weren't together when I left for Nashville. There's a lot that happened before I left. And I got into a place in my head where I was like, fuck it. You know, me and you were talking for like, I, it would seem like a day or two before I came down to Nashville. Yeah, like five minutes. Yeah, a whole five <laughs> minutes. And I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. On a whim, I'm going to go meet some people. I'm going to go have fun. I never did that like TikTok thing, like TikTok meetup or meet somebody from TikTok. So I was just like, fuck it, man. Like, maybe this is what I need in my life. I've always had travel anxiety. I've never wanted to leave my fucking hometown. And, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm going to pack the car up and pack the dogs up and we're going to go. So, you know, I went down there and I met you and Reed the first night. And, you know, I think. I think what it was for me. Was I was searching for something that wasn't what kept bringing me down. You know, I was searching for a fire and I, I I truly honestly genuinely found that in you in Nashville. So it was hard for me when I got home from Nashville, I was torn <clears throat> between what to do because as soon as I got home, that relationship from, you know, that, that long ass trauma bonded, but very strong and very, you know, strong-willed relationship presented itself again in my hands. And I was so torn between the two because I found this fire in my life that I feel like I've been searching for for so long. And somebody who actually just genuinely didn't know a thing about me, but like was so vulnerable with me down in Nashville. And we had such a great time. And then I get home, but something that I've wanted for so long, because I fought so hard and had so much hope for just, was back you know she wanted me she needed me she right. you know it, it was hard i was very torn and like emotionally and mentally it was just a shit situation i was in but i have no excuse for what i did it was still wrong you know it just i just want people to understand that it didn't come from a bad place even though it was a wrong thing that i did it didn't come from a bad place i, I genuinely did not want to hurt your feelings or anyone's feelings in the process but i feel like my own feelings were just torn in two and well it um, sounds kind of like it was like a lost effort like it was like a okay i guess i can try this because nothing else is working kind of thing like to come to nashville yeah well yeah i mean just to to do something outside of the relationship thing that you were trying to do i mean anything that you would have done in that place i think i think would have been just a an effort to try something new yeah yeah i mean i feel like it was just a i, I was just on like a hail mary you know right. i knew nothing about you you know i didn't know you. I, we could have got down there and we could have like just not liked each other at all i don't know you know i was just just going out on a whim but that just just <clears throat> didn't happen to be the case you know what i mean like i just i i happened to come down there and i feel like at least to speak on my own feelings i you know i don't know how you felt or whatever but you know to speak on my own feelings i had the best time I've probably ever had in my entire life. Like I've never had that sort of feeling of feeling alive and feeling, um, 
you know, just like everything just meshed together so well. You know, like I didn't know Reed, but I went down there and I was unsure about him because of the TikToks he posted when you guys like were <laughs> in the airport. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> but, you know, I got down there and then it was, you know, if you swing, I'll swing. And I was just like, yeah. dude, I like Oh, that was fun. That was a you fun time. I mean? That was fun. Yeah, that was a good time. But, you know, it's just, <laughs> it was that. It was that for me, you know, meeting new people and then all the other people we met down there too. It just, it seems so, you know, just real, you know, whatever anyone's intentions were, at least that was mine when I was down there. Um, but yeah, so, and then like I said, after Nashville, it just got weird. Well, so when you were headed to Nashville, and I'm not, I don't want to interrupt you for too long, but when you were headed to Nashville, was there like a point that you were kind of envisioning in your head what it was going to look like whenever you got there or who you were going to meet up with or who you were going to see, or was it just, you know, nothing? I mean, not really. It was it was a very anxious experience for me. Like I said, I never really was big into traveling, and then to get in my car and drive eleven hours was definitely a, a game changer. Uh, but yeah, no. I mean, I just I kind of was just like I felt free in the moment, you know, yeah. even on the ride down there. I just felt freed from maybe a you know what was going on at home, and that was just a very toxic situation and. Well, yeah, I mean, it you were driving that. away from a current reality, and I get that a hundred percent. Because I feel that way, even <clears> like, <throat> even with little stuff. Like, I'm not, I'm not staying home this weekend, and it's not for any reason other than I don't want to be home. And the second I drive away from here this afternoon, and I go stay at some house at the river that's clean and not mine, I'm gonna feel a lot better. It's just kind of like whenever you're driving away from your mess, literally. I mean, yeah. And that's an okay reason. And I think, you know, not to be a martyr, but I think that no matter what, you know, you spoke to your intentions a minute ago. I think that we, I think there's a lot less intentional evil in the world than we believe that there is. There's just a lot that kind of, you know, sways us to do different things. And so I guess the question that, you know, needs to be answered for anybody, not just you, for literally anybody who has ever had a reason to apologize is, did you do that because your idea was I'm going to hurt this person? Or did you do that because you were hurt yourself and now you have to take responsibility for who you hurt in the process, you know? Yeah. But I mean, yeah. that um, seems like that's what you're doing. Are you, are you talking about like why I was torn or like why I made the decision to not make my mind up at the time is that what you're saying like why i made the decision to accept the fact that i wanted to be with her and you at the same time no i'm saying literally just you know there was an apology to be made to her because you drove away from the mess and went to nashville and then there was an apology to be made to actually everybody to me her and yourself when you got back because now there's a situation that was created that didn't have to be created but it was kind of <clears> like a you know and I don't think that apology necessarily has to be like I'm sorry I fucked up I think you know kind of like what you're saying it was just I don't know really know what I was doing I just felt better because I was leaving it and that's perfectly that's a perfectly fine excuse you know I said earlier the reason I talk about the shit is because I actually, I don't care. And it's not me saying like, I don't give a fuck what happened, yada, yada. You know, I still think about things and, and I know she still is always going to think about those things and I'm going to have my trust issues and she's going to have hers and 
you know, Reed made crystal crazy. So, you know, we all have our things that we have done. Okay. <laughs> no, Ma, this ain't about me today. <laughs> but I say that to say, you know, the, the apology doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, I'm an asshole. It could just be, I was confused and I didn't know what to do. And this was a big mess that I created, you know, and it, I think that's acceptable. Um, I, I mean, think... I feel like that's that's kind of what what he's saying. Yeah, because <clears throat> it's so from my point of view, it's so easy to like have all this drama at home. Then you come to Nashville. We all had a fucking good ass time together. So it's so easy to get caught up in the in the moment. And like you're happy with that person, but then when you get home, it settles. Like, okay, Macy is eight hours away. I do have this thing here that what happened was we all had a weekend away, and it wasn't a reality. Right. But Ty's biggest thing was my biggest problem with Ty, because I like Ty in Nashville, was he didn't end it like he should have. Yeah. Which, yeah. We, I mean, we have, yeah, we haven't gotten to that. So, okay. So let's. Sorry, get I jumped to, the gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do that. <laughs> um, A little bit. Okay. So, so you get back home and. I guess, I mean, where does it go from there? You get back home and then what? So I get back home and the relationship with her reappears. Right. I thought it was done, you know, and especially after Nashville, I really thought like that was like the staple. She was just going to be like, all right, that's what you're going to do. Fuck it. You know, that's it. Cause I, I already thought we were pretty much done when I left. But again, we've been done a million times over the past four years. So, you know, it, it, like it just didn't end that way. But yeah. Um, so I get back, you know, and there's a lot of uh conversations, there's a lot of whys, and I'm trying to explain, but I can't explain because the only reason I had to leave was to get away from that. That that was my main reason is I can't just mentally deal with what we're doing right now and I need to go. And it just so happened that this situation was the outcome of me leaving. But um, so I get home, you know, there's conversations, there's, you know, a lot of, a lot of guilt tripping. And, and I genuinely think it came just from a place of hurt from her, you know, and, and I'm, my intention here and from here on out is to never talk bad about her or try right. to talk about what she was feeling, because I can only say from my point of view, what I felt like was happening, but, you know, I just think there was a lot of hurt. I was hurt still because I'm questioning why now all of a sudden that I left and appeared to be happy that now I am good enough that you want, you want me, you need me, you know, you don't, you don't want to see me with anybody else, but I'm under the impression that before I left, you wanted nothing to do with me. You know, there right. was radio silence. There was, we're done. This is over. So I'm confused. Uh, and yes, to answer everybody's questions, the screenshots that you saw about me, texting her those were real conversations that i had with her to touch on the clout conversation i never did anything for clout i had my own following did i think it was cool that we've like meshed followings and everyone was living off this high like yeah that was great that was awesome don't get me wrong but i have no there, there was no intention there to to I've never done that before. So I didn't know what the outcome was going to be to begin with. So it had nothing to do with cloud. That was in one of those screenshots. And I just want to throw that out there that that was, that's one story that 
threw me off. But I think a better well, way to describe it is, is like. Away. Wait, what? I was gonna say the word "clout" is thrown uh very loosely. Very. Yeah, well, Reed and I have learned that because people still to this day act like Reed and I are friends for clout. Reed didn't even have TikTok downloaded when we met, so. <laughs> <laughs> lol no i think it's i think the whole clout chasing thing okay first of all let me say if we were having this conversation a month after all this happened i would sit right here and i would say he used me for who i was he got a big following from me you know fuck him he did this and that and a third and then he left me looking stupid and i would have a whole lot to say but number one Let's thank Marcy. She's a great therapist. I love her. Um, she has she has helped me figure out a lot of how to not be so bothered about, you know, other people's actions. But um, now that I am, you know, have looking at it from a place of like, what would I have done if that was me in that situation? Or, you know, how could it have gone had I done? Because this is something that I easily could have done. I'd easily could do that right now. I could meet somebody on social media right now, go you know, fall in love with them over a weekend and do this shit all the fuck over again. And if it was a bigger account than me, I would be the cloud chaser. So it's just, you know, it's like we can sit here and say it was all for clout and it was all for nothing. Or we could just sit here and say, you know, shit happened the way that it happened. It was toxic from the get. Because you're toxic with your baby mama is one thing. Our toxic, mine and yours, was falling in love in one weekend <laughs> I, I mean I, listen i don't know how you were before nash you know what i'm saying like i can see from your tiktoks a little bit i could make a you know my opinion but yes i was in a very vulnerable position and I, I had toxicity in my life so i think you know when i crashed into you in nashville yeah i, I literally was I, I was head over heels i was in love with you in like a day i was like oh my god well, so <laughs> a mariner, but for yeah. me, it was like, okay, you were on the way to Nashville. That was, is this real? Because this is insane. No sane person would do this. And then you get in there and that first night, us being so enthralled with each other, the back of my mind was still like, this can't be real because this is way too good. And then by the end of the weekend, like even us saying bye to each other, like we got that video of us saying bye and like us getting in the Uber or whatever and like me getting in the Uber and I remember getting in the Uber. I was in like the same clothes I'd wore the day before, hair up, looking like shit, hung over like a motherfucker. And I just sit down and I look at Reed and I just go, was that fucking real? And he's like, I don't fucking know. And I, the whole the whole thing home, the plane ride, the everything in the back of my mind, I just was like, this is not real. And then my phone fucked up. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. My phone fucked up and I couldn't text you. So I had nothing but in my head, like, no, that this definitely isn't real. Like, I'm going to get home and he's just not going to text me back. Like, that shit was crazy. That's when I thought it wasn't real. I thought, I was like, oh, she's gone. Okay. <laughs> so, like, you know, all of it is just like, is this real? What are you thinking about? You know, what are you thinking? What are you doing? Whatever. But looking back six months later, it's like, <laughs> that was the beginning of something that didn't fucking make sense. You know, we didn't know each other. We didn't know things about each other. You know, we had nothing to go off of other than this lightning strike emotion that happened in the blink of an eye upon eye contact. And you know what? 
people say, you know, I don't believe in love at first sight, whatever. I do believe in love at first sight, but I do believe that that love is insane. And it's not the kind of love that's like, you know, love at first sight is real, but I think you can have that feeling 14,000 times if you're just the kind of person who looks at somebody and feels an instant connection. I think that's simple. So, you know, what we had to us was like, this awestruck, incredible thing. We had never felt that way before with anybody, whatever. But really, it just was that it was crazy circumstances. Neither of us were home. Neither of us had drama at home. And and to speak to that, how much different was it in North Carolina with me? It was a lot different. A lot different because I had my drama at home. I had my anxiety about having someone in my house. And my mother knew about that. So the fact that she still let you come to my house was insane to me because that <laughs> makes me panic. Like, um, I... I don't, yeah, I called Reed and I was like, I don't like dudes in my fucking house, bro. My <laughs> mom knows this. What the fuck? I was like, this dude is going to be here at my house this whole time and I'm going to have to try not to have a panic attack in front of him. What the fuck? And I did. I did have a panic attack in front of you. <laughs> you did. You did. Yep. I, but I remember the first night you told me that and I was just like, I can go. You know, <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't, I felt like I was intruding, but at the same time, like your mom just made it sound so cool. And I was just like, all right, cool. And then yeah. it, like, it wasn't uh, to a point. And I was like, uh, I was like, Kelly, are you going to keep the kids this whole time? Because they can't sleep in the same house as him. And are you going to like monitor this shit? Like, are you going to handle right. my whole life while he's here? What the fuck am I supposed to do? There's a man in my house. I can't see past that. I can't do anything else. There's a man in my house. <laughs> you know what's funny that I thought he was staying until like Sunday. And then I check on Snapchat Tuesday. He's still there. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, that stayed a little longer than I was expecting. But yeah. Yeah. So sorry, we got super off track. Um, so whenever you got home, do you feel like her coming back and saying she didn't want to see you with anybody else? Do you feel like that was kind of your moment of like praise like you were just like okay finally this is this is what i've wanted i think to reword it i don't think me being with somebody else had anything to do with getting what i wanted i think it was just feeling wanted and needed by the person that i've been trying to get that feeling from you know for the year and a half two years since she moved out when she was you know um pregnant with charlotte that was the feeling that came over me, you know, and that's where the confusion lies and yeah. the, the tornness because like, to be fair, I didn't really, I didn't really know what was going on, but at the same time, you know, I felt like I owed so much to her because of so much of my life and in, involved her. Yeah. And I obviously. Was like, well, what does this weekend in Nashville mean to my entire rest of my life? Mm-hmm. But I felt like, there was that feeling with you, but then there was that guilt feeling with her, but that also absolute, just the deepest cut of love that I have for her didn't just go away because I just had an amazing weekend in Nashville, you know? Right. So it was definitely, uh, yeah, I was torn. I, I definitely was. You, you were mentally fucked. <laughs> I, it was, uh, yeah. And, and like I said, there's no excuse for it to, to get into where Reed kind of backed up and shot the gun at, um, the, the way I handled it was yes, it was it was absolutely wrong. I should have never ever. I should have been straightforward with you from the jump, and straightforward with her from the jump, because you know I'm kind of like 
telling her that, yeah, you know, maybe I, you know, I don't know. I was literally telling her, I don't know, you know, as we're together, you know, as me and her are hanging out and whatever. I'm literally telling her, I don't know, you know, I, I should, I should. I, I was very worried about the blowback. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, there's people's feelings involved and that's important, you know? And at the time I wasn't really caring about anybody else's feelings because my own feelings were so fucked up. Yeah. And that's, you were just focused again, on figuring out okay. what you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was literally focused on me and I didn't give a shit about, you know, anything else that was going around. You know, I didn't care about what they were doing. He was doing, she was doing. I was just worried about figuring out my life because I, I felt even though, we had that conversation before I left. I remember standing at your kitchen table and we had a conversation that was kind of an uncomfortable conversation mm -hmm. about the distance about, you know, we both have kids and we both, you know, what is really going on here? I don't know, because I feel like I had just gotten off the phone with her about some other issue that was going on at home. And that really put me in a mind space of just like, Oh fuck, like this is real life now. You know what I mean? Right. Like people's families are involved. Their friends are involved. Like North Carolina really opened up my eyes to how deep in I was now with you. Right. Yeah. To the point that somebody's getting fucking hurt here. And I didn't know what to do, you know? And and because like I said, I don't instantly have never felt a feeling in my life like I felt with you with in another person down in especially down in Nashville and even in North Carolina, even though things were way different, obviously. Yeah. Um <laughs> But there was a lot of realness and I, and I don't think people, I think a lot of people judge me because of the way I, I handled things and the way I ended things to the fact that they just think like the whole thing was a fucking facade, but it, it really wasn't. There, there was a lot of realness. There's, there's raw, real emotion that I put into you, but I was also putting into focusing on my relationship at home that I was very fucking confused about. So, you know, I'm not here to say she broke up what we had or you broke up what me and her had. I'm no, just here not to say that I was in a very confused fucking state with a woman that I loved and cared about to the deepest level of love and caring can go. And then a woman that I felt there was just so much raw, real emotion. And I did honestly think there was so much potential there with me and you. I think that we could have conquered so much shit together. And that was another hard thing that was hard for me to process was the, the abilities to do whatever you know i mean we even talked about it when i was down in north carolina so it's just it was a tough situation but no I, I didn't i didn't handle it right and i didn't handle it well and um me not giving you closure when i left north carolina for the, those first two days three days or whatever it was uh, was probably the shittiest thing i could have done and, and it is what i did and um yeah <clears throat> so I will say that um, those two days, I I have never looked more pitiful in my life. But it it taught me. But I think it taught me in a way that I'm now trying to like, in a way that I'm trying to stop. You know, I'm trying to kind of go back on that behavior because it it taught me to like. Well, like I said a minute ago, I don't care. It taught me to really not give a fuck. So. Like, I have tried talking to people here and, like, you know, have, you know, little... I've tried to start relationships at home, and it always just ends in, like, a fling. Because the second that there's, like, a conversation... <laughs> Shut up, <Reed. laughs> The second there's a conversation... 
or a lack of conversation. The second there's anything that makes me question whether or not this person, you know, is going to be there for me or is going to make me feel secure. The second I question it, I am so flat out with them. And like, so I don't know if you saw the TikTok yesterday, but somebody drove by my house and called me a whore, which is cuckoo kachoo to me because I'm not sleeping with anybody. But, um, I wish they would have called me a bitch because that would have made sense because I'm really a bitch when it comes to these guys. Like the second they make me question anything, I'm like, Hey, I'm actually kind of tired of this. Have a good life. Thanks for the experience. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding because I'm so quick to just be like, yeah, you're about to ghost me. So you're Bye. not even, you're not even a bitch. You're, you're like honest now, which I've loved. Cause I've told you like, Hey, like you kind of beat around the bush and yeah, you come you a long ways with that. Yeah, because at first I look, I tried to explain to a guy one time. He was like, Well, what do you want? Like, do you want to be with someone for the rest of your life? And my dumb ass, instead of being like, No, it's not it's not where I'm at, I said, I want to be loved in one hundred different ways in one hundred different places. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you read that to me and I was like, What the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> I didn't want to be mean and I didn't want to be like no I don't want to be in a relationship for the rest of my life <laughs> but it's like did a fucking novel so yeah, it you know it did what it did whatever I'm I'm a grown-up so I get to take accountability for like how I treat people going forward and I don't get to base it off of you know how you made me feel which is good because that's liberating for me because if my mindset was still like well Ty goes to me so I'm fucked up and that's just why I'm an asshole. You know, <clears throat> that would not be fair to me. You know, fuck you. Whatever you did, you did what you did. Fuck it. But that would be me hurting me. That wouldn't have really anything to do with you. So, you know, you you taking accountability really is for you. Like you being like, okay, you know, I didn't know what I was doing and and that that was that. That that's for you. That's you being, you know, taking responsibility for what you did and, and changing that behavior. Um you said something about there was guilt tripping and there was lies a minute ago. Yeah. Um. So the only thing that I really, and I just thought of this because I told you yesterday I didn't have anything specific I wanted to ask. I just thought of this. Um. Whenever those screenshots came up, you know, I never spoke to those screenshots on social media because I had enough decency to be like, all right, I know that shit came out, but I'm not going to sit up here and talk about it because I didn't understand it. I, I didn't know when you came to Nashville, I didn't know anything about your baby mom. You know, like people were commenting on my stuff. I mean, like he was just talking to his baby mom two days ago and now he's with you. Like you look stupid. And I was like, well, I, I haven't seen anything about that. So I don't know. And that's why I say that the lightning strike love thing was dumb because we didn't know anything about about each other, you know, going into it. But <clears throat> I didn't know anything about her. So whenever the, you know, we're and I mean, you know, we're we're in my bed. It's what? like 1.30 a.m., and I, for some reason, couldn't sleep, which is weird. Like, you were knocked out cold. Your mouth was wide open. You were snoring. Yeah, <laughs> <was so> <laughs> but I was, I was wide awake. I couldn't sleep, and I felt uneasy, like something felt wrong. And I think just my intuition just kind of knew that there was something going on. But I didn't know what it was. I couldn't put my finger on it, so I just couldn't sleep. And I get tagged in this TikTok that is screenshots of, these, you know, inappropriate messages. That's 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 what we'll call them. And the clout thing was like that. You know what's crazy is reading the clout thing. I was like, oh shit, that kind of makes sense though. 
the other stuff is what was like, damn, what am I not doing, dog? What? Uh, I'm sorry, but if I can recollect the last few days and the weekend in Nashville, what the fuck am I not doing, dog? <laughs> What's going on? And so that was hard for me because I've seen like, you know, I've, I've actually never not been cheated on, which is super fun for me. Um, but I've seen, I've seen text messages where I see the cheating and I see the, you know, the, the proof, I guess. And in those relationships, I was able to be like, all right, well, shit's been a little weird here lately. You know, so there's a good reason, you know, he has old girl over while I'm in Jacksonville because we haven't been, you know, okay here lately or whatever. But that was just kind of like, it was kind of like a alternate reality, like a situation where I was like, okay, everything has been super perfect up until right now. And when I woke you up, the first thing you said was, do you want me to leave? Yeah, I did say that. For me, I just was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Do I want you to leave? No, motherfucker. I don't want you to fucking leave. I want you to talk. I remember. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what happened. And then you said, you like explained yourself. And I'm not going to lie. I don't remember what you said because I I was just shaking. And you explained yourself. And then you said, (laughs) this will never not be funny to me. I'm sorry. You said... I can't believe you don't want to punch me in the face right now. <laughs> Trust me, she did. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to put my hands on you. No, you were just, you were, it was just a very, the way you handled the situation, I don't know how in-depth you want to get within it, but it you were just very, it was, again, again, to go back to me <clears throat> saying it was so just not what I'm used to, like Nashville and stuff. It was just so not what I was used to. There yeah. was no screaming. There was no arguing. Like, yes, you were emotional. And I think we were both very in just like an awkward state at the moment. But it was still handled with so much just maturity. And uh, the level of it just confused the fuck out of me. I was just like, oh, we're actually going to talk like adults. And we're going to be yeah. like, hey, what the fuck is going on? And you're going to give me my time to explain my side of it. And then you're going to explain your side of it. And then, you know, we're going to figure it out from there. And that, I was not used to that. So that's where the, I just thought you were just going to fucking start swinging on me or you're going to be like, hey man, uh, yeah, you need to fucking go. You know, so that that's where all that came from. I was, I was very taken back by the whole situation. I mean. Yeah. Well, to be he honest. Said you're not going to hit me? <laughs> yeah, he was like, you don't want to punch me in the face? And I was like, no, I want to yeah. understand why you're doing this to me. I don't think I did anything wrong. Tell me. But. I think that really just comes from, you know, you were going to go home to Pennsylvania if you were going to leave. So, you know, the way I felt whenever you said, do you want me to leave? My head was like, do I want him to leave? Okay. If he leaves, he goes home. And I don't know where we go from there. If he stays, we can talk about it. We can figure out what's going on. Okay, and then we can go from there. Maybe he can leave tomorrow if we decide he needs to leave. And that's why I was like, let's talk about it right now. We'll figure it out in the morning. And I think, honest to God, you know, we're all on the hate tide train. Not really. That's a joke. But, you know, everybody's on the... Choo-choo, baby. It's really not a joke. It's not a joke. 
we're we're all on the on the train. Um, but if I'm being completely honest, and I really thought I was just gonna get up here and be like, all right, talk, Ty, say what you want to say. I don't give a shit. But if we're all being completely honest, I've been in situations where well, actually every time I've been in a situation where I caught a dude cheating. You know, my ex-husband, when I caught him, he convinced me I was fucking crazy. And my ex-boyfriend that shit got legal. Um, He laughed at my, he laughed at me. He laughed at my face. I, I showed him the messages and he laughed at me. And that was that. There was no explanation. It was just LOL. You think I'm cheating on you. That's funny. Even though the proof was in my hand. So I think I was taken back too, because I said, hey, what are these screenshots? And you were like, do you want me to leave? And I was like, shit, oh, I'm not crazy. No, I want you to tell me what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) You you talk about it. I've never done this before. (laughs) (laughs) So it was different for both of us, I think. And it was a good experience for me, really, because, you know, that's funny to say, like, (laughs) it was a good experience for me because it was like, okay, you know, things don't always have to be insane and you don't always have to be in fight mode. And I've just recently learned about fight mode and... Fight mode is very real. And that is what you're in when you're in a trauma bond. And you and I didn't have a trauma bond. And the fact that we didn't have a trauma bond was so cool. But that goes back to we didn't have a trauma bond because we didn't, you know, we didn't have anything yet. We were brand new, but we were treating it like it was this thing we had been in for a long time. So, Well, it felt like that, which I I think... Another thing I want to touch on was like the misconstrued concepts of our relationship. You know, I know a lot of people were for it. I know some people were like, y'all are crazy because you don't even know each other, which I understand where you're coming from, from that standpoint. But again, I just like to state for the fucking, you know, for the jury that. For the record. <laughs> for the fucking record. Uh, <laughs> you know, there, I can't explain in full detail, but that two three week relationship felt like it was a lot deeper than maybe it appeared to be to others and social media and i think a lot of people get wrapped up in thinking they know what just for an example what me or you are feeling because of what we post or what we choose to show but a lot of people need to kind of start taking a step back and being like well that's you know i don't know exactly what's going on i yeah, just see what i see him. Yeah, you know, they, right. they form their opinions on this TikTok or that TikTok or that post or this post. And, you know, there's a lot more depth there. And I can only speak for myself, like I said, but, um, you know, I think that what I was feeling was not that I just only knew you for those two weeks. You know, it, it felt a lot deeper than than what I guess it appeared to be or what it actually was at the end of the day. It was, it was really a two week, three week relationship, but for me, it felt a lot deeper than that, you know, in the moment. So with it feeling like, you know, how you said deeper than that, whenever, whenever you would be having these conversations, these one-off conversations, like going back to the screenshots, whenever those, you know, the, the, those, whenever those messages were being had, and obviously that's all we really have to go off of. Like, you know, the conversation that you had, but all I know is what, what I saw, but So, first of all, were those conversations had at my house? No, those conversations were had when I got home from Nashville. I was at home when those were being had. Okay, cool. 
good. That makes me feel a lot better. Because, see, I was thinking you were like in my bed, dirty texting. No, no, there was no, there was very little contact when I was down in North Carolina or in Nashville. Not that that makes the situation any better, but to answer that question, yes. So there was basically like, it was like chapters, Nashville. Yeah, home, yeah, yeah. It was Nashville, <laughs> home, infusion. Trying to figure out shit with her, but not wanting to end shit with you and trying to be just basically fucked. I was fucked in that moment. That, well, you, that moment between Nashville and North Carolina. You were you were not wanting to lose both of the things you were wanting to hold on to, but for different reasons. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't want to lose the, the person that I've been chasing for two years, but I didn't also want to lose the person that I just found that felt like the light in my life that I've never had at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, wow, this is fucking out of this world. But again, I still was in love with someone else. Yeah. So, so when you got home from North Carolina and there was that two days that I didn't hear from you, what was life at home? Like similar to when I got home from, from Nashville, these questions are coming from, I'm not going to lie. My brain is, they're very good brain. questions. Actually, they are good questions. I think I'm, I think I'm a reporter. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I'm a journalist now. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, it was similar to Nashville. There was that, that trauma bond obviously reappeared, mm -hmm. um, but it wasn't as instant. I don't feel like I think I was in more of a even more confused state than I was after Nashville, because now me and you are on a deeper level. I was at your home. Yada, yada, yada. You went to my safe family. place. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, for the record, I hope that, you know, I didn't make you, I know you're uncomfortable that a man was in your house and you have your own dealings with that, but I, I hope I didn't make you feel like you couldn't trust me in your own home. You know, I know you have other background to that, but I feel like I tried my best to try to respect while I was there. Um, the things that I didn't know about you that you were trying to explain to me without sounding like, you know, I feel like a bunch of times you said like, uh, what I can't remember the exact line you said, but you said it like a bunch of times about, um, like you don't want, I don't, oh my God, what was it? Something was it, about like, was it about know. me being crazy? Yeah, I think it was like, <laughs> like, oh my God, you've seen the real me now, or you've seen my real life. Yeah, it was like my life. You've seen my life for real, and you're not going to want to be with me. You're not going to want to be with me. God, that's such yeah. a line for me. Where did Reed yeah. go? I don't know. Is he not here? No, he's gone. I oh. guarantee you his phone died. How does he because not have his phone plugged in? The boy, every time we're recording, I'm like, okay, is your phone on a charger? Because I need, we've lost video twice. There he is. What happened? Oh, he's connecting to audio. What happened? I think I did something with my mic and fucked it up. Oh, you may have <laughs> just touched your, um, your earphone in a weird place. I haven't quite figured out where to touch the earphones. <coughs> me neither, but it definitely kicked me out. <laughs> There's a place, yeah. But no, um, no. When I said you went to my safest place, okay. So you did do a good job. Um, there was only one time when you were at my house where I was like, "Oh fuck!" But you immediately noticed it, which was good. I think you know what? Let's not be dicks here. Let's give Ty the credit that he deserves. He is quite. Um, what's the word? 
hypersensitive, I guess, to like the way other people are reacting around him. Because you yelled at the dogs. You remember that? Mm-hmm. You yelled at the dogs and I don't know what happened in my brain. Because, I mean, I yell at my kids the way you yelled at your dogs. <laughs> so that was totally normal. <laughs> but something happened in my brain and I shut down and I could not make words come out. And like I went to my room and I was folding laundry and you walked in there and you were like, was it because I yelled at the dogs? And I looked at you and I could not get a fucking word out of my mouth. And you were like, I can't know what's up unless you tell me. And I just was like, I'm fine. Go back to fold my laundry. That was the only time. But whenever I said safe space, I meant the river. Mm-hmm. So that does kind of suck, actually, because the river is still the same, the, the the safe space. That's still the same spot. And like Robbie the other day was like, do you want to go up to the ledge? And I was like, mm, yeah. Flashbacks. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. It is what it is. So... Um, I don't know where I was going with that. I forget because Reed like disappeared. Um, <laughs> we, lost, we lost Reed for a while, and I got all kinds of fucked up. I'm a yeah. <laughs> Um. Oh, you asked about North Carolina, what that was like. Um, mm-hmm. when I got home for those mm-hmm. days that I, I was ghosting you. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it again. It it directly had to do with the relationship that I was toxically in and out of at home yeah it it definitely my head was worse when i got home from north carolina than when i got home from nashville um because i was living off a high from nashville i I was on top of the fucking world i met you know amazing people and i thought i met you know somebody that was just you know like i said it was just very different with you and Mm -hmm. It, um, you know, and then the person I've been waiting for two years with, you know, a constant, like feeling like I'm begging and hoping for you to come back. You're now back in my life. So now I'm like on a double high. Right. I'm, I'm like, I'm fucking all over the place. When I got home from North Carolina, reality really started to set in because of the conversation we had before I left. Um, the conversation about the screenshots, the experience down there with you and your family and your friends and, you know, the river and stuff like all those things I was trying to take into accountability and I didn't know how to get the words out. And that sounds like a cop out, but it's just the real deal. I was dealing with a lot of emotions, uh, mental challenges of, you know, like, what am I doing with my life? And it was very wrong for me to not keep you in the loop. And I understand that now looking back and I accept my wrongs. And I realized it wasn't the right thing to do. And I'm trying to grow from it. And I started going to therapy shortly after I got home from North Carolina um, to work on me and myself. And, you know, I think I'm a better person today. But I also am glad that I'm I'm here to get my story out because uh, I feel like a lot of people just didn't really know or there's a lot of question marks. And I'm not here to change anyone's opinions. I just want people to know, you know, what what I was going through at the time. And I'm not trying to make excuses or cop out. But this is just what, you know, this is my yeah, point I'm of view. Glad, my career. I'm glad we're doing this because even I never saw your point of view. Yeah. I mean, we were like friends and Macy never saw your point of view. So I'm starting to learn a little bit more. I, I think I even told Macy when you left, I was like, I'm not mad at Tyler. I get it. Like you're on this little vacation, but then you go back to reality. Like it's easy to get home and be like, all right, this isn't going to work. She's this many hours away. I do have this thing back at home. Like, 
I was just, I think I called Mason. I was like, if he would just be honest with you and not ghost you, then we wouldn't have drama on TikTok. Like, he was so stupid. Yeah. Like, it was bad. It was bad. I, I, I was so pissed off, you know, and I think we've covered pretty much of the backstory, but to like move forward, I was like so fucking pissed. I was like, there's no way after all this time and all the experience we had together that she's going to sit there and fucking fire me on TikTok. But I was coming out of toxic, you know, toxicity at home. And then I felt like I was on defense mode. I was instantly in defense mode. I was like, oh, fuck now. I got to go clear my name. I got to go clear my name, even though. It was me. I was wrong. You know, I was the problem. It wasn't you. It wasn't it wasn't my baby mom. It was neither of your fault. It was my fault. I was the problem. I was the one stuck. And I and you handled it whatever way you needed to or you felt right was at the time. Looking back, if you feel differently, that's one thing. But you handled it the way you handled it. And then I decided that I was coming for throats. And that's not that's not who I am as a person. At the time. TikTok drama was very new to me. I don't think I ever had any sort of drama, especially to that degree. It was because you have such a large following that it was a lot of hateful shit being said. And that fueled like just a different side of me that I I was a fucking asshole. So I was really taken back because the, you know, whenever I posted what I posted, I, I said, Oh my gosh, my whole microphone just fell. I've been holding on to it this whole time because I was like, I know it's going down. I know it's going <laughs> down. Oh, it um, so, you know, when I posted, shit, I said, um, I've been having a lot of questions. And I had I had said that there was a lot of people asking questions on TikTok and I just wasn't answering. And it had been three days at that point. And so many questions were like, why are you not posting Ty? Like what's going on? You know, I, I had on my blue collar bullet, uh, sweatshirt and I did that video like with the coffee cup or whatever. And, you know, TikTok is like therapy for me sometimes. So sometimes I can really get it out on TikTok, you know, and if I find a song that's relatable and, and it makes me feel kind of validated in how I'm feeling then, and I posted that song, I just, you know, I just feel better. So I had posted, I don't even remember what it was, but it was like one of the new, it was actually a, it was a Brooks, I think Brooks Hutchison is the guy's name. It was one of his new songs and it was saying something to the effect of like, what are we doing? You know, how do we, how do we get from where we're, where we are? And I just, it felt good. And I was wearing my blue collar bullet sweatshirt. And this goes back to us saying that followers really try to piece shit together because to me, it was fucking cold outside. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it was cold outside. I grabbed my fucking sweatshirt. It was not that big of a deal. But other people were like, oh, this is her telling us that they broke up, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't know if we had broke up. So I, I didn't know where we were. So I had all these questions and all these people tagging me, Macy, what's going on? You know, you're leaving us hanging. Da, da, da. And at that point, and I have grown so much since then, but at that point I was fully convinced that I owed it to my followers to tell them about something that I was going through, even though I didn't understand it yet. Yeah. And where I've come since then is so far, you know, everything happens the way it's supposed to. Everything happens for a reason. I've grown so much since then because now I know if it's something I'm not willing and ready to share and I'm not willing and ready to hear other people's opinions about, I do not have to share it. But in that place that I was in, I had to say, 
hey guys, I don't understand what's going on. I don't know why I haven't heard back from him in two days. That's all I can tell you because that's where I was. Yeah. Now, now I would have said nothing's going on. Everybody, everybody's fine, you know, until I heard back from you. But to speak to not hearing from you for, was it two or three days? I think it was day two that I texted you and I was like, okay, if we are breaking up, please tell me. Like, yeah. what yeah. was that like for you? Like, how did you process it in your head whenever you were just getting these text messages from me? Like, hello, what's going on? Hey, you can talk to me. Hey, if you're going through something, let me know and we'll figure it out together. How, how were you able to just not text me back? I don't really think I even have an answer for that. Even now, looking back, I don't think there is a genuine answer for it. I think that I was very confused. Like, I, and I hate to like keep bringing it back to that, but that's the only real and, and how much growth I've had over the past just month, you know, two, three months that I've really been really, really focusing on growing and healing and stuff. I still can't put an answer on that. Like, I don't, I don't know. I think that I was still just so torn and I was running from, causing a shitstorm because I, I just had this feeling that after the screenshot conversation was had and all that damage was done and, and things were just feeling kind of rocky, I had a feeling it was going to cause a shitstorm and I knew it was going to hurt you regardless. And I was going to hurt myself as well in the process. Yeah. I think that's what I was running for from. It was more hurt because I'm coming from a lot of hurt over the past couple of years but still torn between now hurting someone else, hurting myself and very unsure of that relationship at home because of how unsure it was for so many years. So, you know, um, I have really no excuse for not for ghosting you. It was, it was just a shitty thing. I have no, I was running from it really. So when I said, I think it was day, it was, it was the night of day two. I can even tell you what the fuck I was doing. I was wearing a black tank top, some can-can, cut-off shorts. I was in the backseat of Samantha Kaysen's SUV at birth at Austin, at Austin Ravenbark's birthday dinner, coming back from Austin Ravenbark's birthday dinner at Texas Roadhouse. I had, I seen, I had seen my ex, who I had a restraining order against, right before that. you texted me back. And I was just like, bruh, <laughs> I can't get your fucking break. He was walking out, and I was <laughs> walking in, and he made eye contact with me. And in my head, I was like, can he go to jail for that? Can he go to jail for looking at Lock me? Lock him up. I about to take Shoot my lawyer. Up. And then it was the way he did it, though. He walked out, got far away, and then turned his whole body around to make eye contact with me. So I was already like, what the fuck? And then get in the car and get this text. And I have talked about it like the sad. I know I ruined Austin's birthday dinner because it was just me, Austin and Sam. And I talked about it the whole time. Like the sad little girl at the dinner table that doesn't know what's going on with their relationship. And then I get in the car and I got, I guess my message was long and it was like, I was just trying to find it actually, but I can't, um, my message was long. And I know it said something to the effect of if we're breaking up, I need you to tell me. And you know, or if there's something we need to talk about, we can figure it out together. You know, it was just kind of like a, 
it was, you know, not to toot my own horn, but it really spoke to who I am because even when I'm really pissed at somebody, I'm I'm able to be like, look, here's how we can move forward. For example, yeah. I was very mad at Reed yesterday and I texted him. I was like, I was, I was literally about to say. <laughs> text him and I was like, look, I'm going to be mean to you if we keep talking about it. Give me the day and we will move forward. And that's all I What's said. What's so funny, I was like, I'm staying off my phone. Love you. You said love you. And I was like, honestly, she's mad at me and she has a right to be, but fuck her too right now. And then like two hours later, you're like, hey, I have an idea. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, because I was thinking about it. I knew if I kept talking to you about it right then, I was just going to be mean to you. And that's not who I am. So for me, I for me, it was truly like, what's up with this dude? I just told him I will be there as long as he talks to me. And I will understand whatever decision he comes to. So why is he still not talking to me? And then when I got back, I guess, boy, I ain't never been so mad in my life. I was like, I guess, I guess, really, we broke up. You, you, you guess we broke up. Great, cool. I fucking guess too. This is, you know, <laughs> no big deal. Doesn't matter to me. <laughs> Fuck you too. You know, I mean, I was angry, and I think I still text you back and was like, well, you know what? I hope you have a really good life, and you're a great dad, and I hope you get all your dreams come true. But I didn't deserve this. <laughs> I was as mean as yeah. I was, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I think, think I think you handled it very well, although. You know, you probably, yeah. Like, that's another one of those moments where I'm like, you really don't want to punch me in the face. Like, <laughs> right there. You're like, not right being there. mean. Yeah. But, yeah. So, well, but that being said, how did we get to, and I know you just said like you were in a bad place and, you know, and that's why you do what we did. But how did we get to you posting a TikTok saying I was loose? Oh, I wanted to cover that, but I didn't know if I was. Allowed to. It's toxic talk. It's toxic talk. How did we get there? Can I have your my, your 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 point of view? How did we get there? I <laughs> this is bad. This is all bad. Um it's all bad. <laughs> I I was probably at the lowest of low at that point. Um I could I couldn't have went much fucking lower than than the shot I took but it, it was literally I don't know it, it was the initial TikTok that you made I understood it but the hate that was dragging through the comments fucked my head up and then mm -hmm. I feel like you posted maybe a couple more subs after that it was nothing like super gut-wrenching like you weren't taking shots below the belt but you were there there was a little pettiness to it and as there should have been I, I can understand it yeah there probably but, was yeah <laughs> but it was the comments man like it was it was i just felt like i understood i did at the time this is my mindset now again i'm i'm different different mind now yeah, but 100%. at the time to to go back my mindset at that time was nobody's on my fucking team here i feel mm -hmm. so alone because nobody knew my story and baby mom was oh i want you back i want you back but i felt like she didn't take up for me at all and i knew if the roles were reversed, I just knew how much you would ride for me. And, and I didn't feel like I had that anymore, obviously. And I had nobody. Like, nobody was fucking taking up for me. I mean, as they shouldn't have, though, because I was I was in the wrong. So, in my mind, I'm like, you know what? I'm coming for threats. And, and I was very angry person at the time because of the situation with me and you. Me and baby mom were not back together the minute... I sent you that, I guess, text. Like, it was not solid. We weren't back in love. She didn't move back in. You know, we weren't having the time of our lives. 
it was still very rocky with her at home. So I was going through that on top of the TikTok hate, the TikTok drama. And I literally just went for throats. And that, that, like I said before, and I've publicly apologized for, not that it makes it okay or it makes it better. And that's not really like an I'm sorry moment because it's not. But yeah, there was no depth to that TikTok. That was strictly to be a fucking asshole and, be and try to stir more shit up. And it, yeah. <clears throat> um, to state for the record, I, I'm very much aware there was no depth to that TikTok because I'm a whole, <laughs> I'm a whole lot of things, but. <laughs> yeah, let's just agree to that one. <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh, Loose yeah. ain't it, dog. I, 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 I do know what I'd be doing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's not a. Again, to speak on that for the record, to agree, there was no truth to that TikTok as well. There that we was go. Not, Thank you. That was I not. Feel... Um. That yeah no that's not accurate. I feel no. so vindicated. I watched that and I was like. This motherfucker's lying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm I'm not right yeah, that was, line. That was yeah, that there was no that was just straight for disrespect. Cause I, I felt like I was being disrespected so much that, you know, I just couldn't I don't know, I couldn't take it at the moment. At the moment I was dealing with a lot of shit and I just went for whatever the lowest I thought I could go, because that's what I knew as a person. Um but again, yeah, that was wrong. And uh, yeah, yeah, I knew it was going to come up. Well, I was kind of hoping it didn't, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, it, it had to come was, up because, you know. I was going to bring it up. <laughs> some people still um, tagged me in it. Or no, somebody sent me something. I think it was a, no, it wasn't. It wasn't yours. It was somebody who duetted yours. So yours is down, right? Mm-hmm. But I think the ones that are duetted are like stay up. Some people, yeah, they they can keep them up, yeah. Yeah, I think it was it was either Reed's or Josh's duet that somebody tagged me in, and I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot about that. That was such a fun period in my life. Wow. <laughs> Thank what? you for reminding me. What fun? <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, yeah, and again, yeah, I don't, I have no excuse or words for that one. That that was just pure shittiness, and I've apologized for it. And I will publicly apologize now that it was wrong. And I did not mean to degrade you as a person or as a woman, um, you know, and a lot of people brought my kids up and, you know, that I have daughters and I got instantly defensive and pissed off, but valid fucking points. Valid Because point. if somebody said that about my daughter, yeah, I'd be going to war, bro. So I completely understand their mindset, but I wasn't thinking that when I was doing what I was doing. So, um, well, I mean, no, and, and. And that goes back to, you know, us saying, yes, this is toxic talk, but we're not here for there to just be hate and drama. Rightfully so. You know, you were angry. You felt attacked. Cool. Because when I'm angry and I feel attacked, I do some off the wall shit, some out of character shit. I did something that I spoke about on mine and Reed's last podcast. I did something recently that was so out of character for me and it was so ugly and petty of me and it started a war and it wasn't even on social, like none of this shit, well, it was on social media, but it was on social media at home. So nobody knows about it, like on TikTok. But right. I started oh, the shit. shit and it was so out of fucking character for me. And it started a war at home and it started problems that I now have at home that I wish I never would have started. And I started it on that day specifically because I was triggered by something 
that had been bothering me for a while. And instead of saying, okay, I know it bothers me, but it's not in my control. I was like, you know what? I'm going to comment about it on Facebook and I'm going to tell this bitch how I feel. And I started a lot of shit and I shouldn't have. And I, you know, um, I still have a lot of pride towards it. I still, you know, that, that girl came to me and gave what she felt like was an apology. I don't feel like it was an apology. So I'm still in that place where I'm like, well, you didn't apologize. So we're not there. But when it, when it comes to how we react and how we treat certain situations, it's not always by the book. There are times where we just go off the wall because we're, we're pissed off, you know? So I don't, I don't fault you for it. Um, I definitely can say like, you know, you knew better when you posted it. And as you were posting it, I'm sure the thought crossed your mind. Like this is kind of fucked up, but you posted it anyway. And that really just is coming from a place of, you know, anger and defense and, and whatever else. Um, you know, whenever you, I talked, we talked about gaslighting in, in the comments. Um, and whenever you, after you posted that, whenever you finally got me on the phone and you were like, you could have called me, you know, to me, it was like, you could have called me yeah right? yeah that, that was a gaslighting moment for sure it, it yeah. was because your whole and you like it was a spill it was like oh you know you did all this on social media you brought it all to social media you posted these tiktoks you have people talking shit to me you have people coming to me about what i did asking me questions you and i haven't even had a conversation about what we're doing now you know blah 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 you could have called me and i remember saying you you weren't texting me back and you weren't calling me and and you still were like you could have called me you could have called me you could have called me you know i can't sit here and say that i think you're you know perfectly fine and you know all is all is forgotten is all forgiven 100% because it doesn't fucking matter like it doesn't it doesn't pay my bills it doesn't affect my children you know there's there's nothing to sit here and still be pissed off about it's all forgiven but i do think there can't be a place where we're like Yep, everything's fine, you know, you did what you did, but it is what it is, because it's not forgotten, because the gaslighting thing was really hard for me, you know, when I got off the phone with you, you remember, do you remember I texted you and I said, now the only thing I want is a hug? Mm -hmm. I was in such a low place, because I truly just wanted to hug you, and that sucked for me, because I was so mad at you, and I knew you had done things that I didn't deserve, and you had said things that sucked, and you know, you needed to be held accountable, but you gaslit me so hard. I just wanted to fucking hug from you. And it was like, oh, here's <laughs> how a trauma bond starts. Because now he has made me think that I've done all these things wrong. And now I just want him to hug me. So I'll feel better. And I won't feel like the bad guy. Yeah, I do remember that. That's how that goes, you know. So I think it definitely has to be said out loud, you know, that you have to understand that whenever you make people feel like something you did was their fault you that doesn't just go away that doesn't stop and that shit hurts and it makes you feel stupid yeah no i 100 percent agree and i've i've dealt with it since then being done to me mm-hmm. so i can understand the place that you're coming from yeah. yeah maybe not the exact you know scenario situation but yeah, you know, I've I've learned a lot about my actions, but I've also learned a lot about getting something done to me that I've actually already done to somebody, you know, or I can learn from because 
there's a lot that I haven't really gone through in a relationship that has been done to me over the years, but, but in these past couple months, you know, or two years or whatever, a lot has been done to me that I didn't always recognize or, you know, on the other side of it, take accountability for because I didn't think I was doing anything wrong, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, that was the biggest thing for me. And the biggest wake up call was to sit back and reevaluate that there's a reason that my relationships don't work out, you know, and there's a reason that it, it not, this is a big fucking thing. And I see this a lot on TikTok. Bitches don't really be crazy just for no fucking reason. Dude, okay. Are we not just having this conversation? <laughs> oh my there's, God. There's, I'm sorry. That is, but that is so no true, reason. though. Yeah, they're, they're just not crazy for no reason. Now, well, well, some are. Some are. Well, yeah, that, yeah, some just have, you know, whatever. It's their own <laughs> issues to deal with. But, you know, I also want to touch on the other side of that. And it's not, oh, crazy. It's not okay for. It's not oh crazy. Sorry. It's not oh crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not okay that if somebody hurts you, it is not okay to hurt them back the same way or tenfold. It's mm-hmm. not that that is a big fucking thing that I've been dealing with lately is coming to light with being, oh, well, they did that to me because I did this to them. Yeah. That's that's one big thing that's not okay. Okay. Everybody has a choice, whether you know, you do it or you don't do it. And I understand hurt people hurt people. I also think that's a real thing. But you can't, to touch on the current drama and my TikTok that I made that had nothing to do with Macy, it had everything to do with my my kid's mother. I said, you know, it was the Jesse Murph new trend and it was, uh, I'm not the same girl you had in your Chevy. And I said, yes, you're right. You're not the same girl. You're cold, you're dark, you're distant. I'm sorry if I was the one that ruined you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of oh, that's so narcissistic. A lot of praise, but also like oh, that's so narcissistic. He said, "If I ruined you, when he know he did, or you didn't ruin anybody." She's a queen, and yeah, listen, everybody, just chill the fuck out, okay? Looking back, I definitely worded it a little wrong, but I didn't mean I ruined somebody. But when you're constantly dealing with somebody who's telling you, "I'm so exhausted with us," "I'm so exhausted with us," "I'm so exhausted with life." I'm so exhausted. I can't show up for you. I can't show up for myself. I can't do this. You're constantly thinking that you are the you are the issue, and this relationship is the issue that is causing somebody else's demise or destruction of themselves. Ruin maybe not have been the best word, but again, that's what I meant from that current TikTok. It was, you know, I felt like I was so fucking wrong and I destroyed somebody that they you know, is that's why they're treating me the way they're treating me now. But again, it was worded a little wrong. And then TikToks were posted on the other side of her coming to her defense and defending herself. And then that was, that's what led into, cause I was quiet. I, I really, I, me and her have not, we all had a conversation a few days ago in person about it, which was more or less an argument. And there was really no end to it. It just kind of ended um but i didn't say anything to her about it you know i understood she felt like she needed to defend herself and she was you know doing whatever she needs to do again i I don't want to speak on it or speak for her but um yeah that's what caused the current drama and that's what threw the screenshots out there because again i got to this point and i did something out of character 
you know, and I, I thought I was handling it better because I wasn't taking the disgusting route like I did the first time. But I also should have just let it go because I, again, hurt people in the process and got involved with got you back involved. And that was, again, not intentional, but that's what happened. And yeah, so that's the current issue that I'm trying to get through now, too. So I think that I think her posting on social media kind of in defense of herself and, you know, you guys being in a place where you're now hashing it out on social media. I think that really regardless was a long time coming in her eyes because, and I can't obviously, like you just said, we can't speak to how she feels, but I think if I was her, it would have been like, okay, all these people have been commenting about me for the last eight months or more. You know, they've been talking about me, talking about my story, talking about how I should feel or how I would feel or how I do feel. And what she commented to me, which is kind of how we got here was, I got tagged in the video that was like a duet from yours and that, and then you did like a response video to that or whatever. I didn't see the response video cause I still had you blocked, but she commented to me on mine and was like, I think I, I think it's time for me to get in on this. And my first thought was, you know what? She's fed up. She's tired of everybody speaking for her and she's going to start speaking for herself. And I think it's, it's really difficult when you're on social media especially with it whenever one of those people are, is not really, you know, noticed or known on social media, because then you get to tell your side and your story and your point of view. And it's kind of left to assumption what she's thinking or feeling. So like, you know, you and I had the upper hand, our breakup was very public and ended the way that it did with everybody having their eyes on it. But y'all's breakup has only been public from your point of view. So I'm sure she is fed up, you know, and I mean, you know, you're not stupid. You've seen that Reed has been on live with her. She was in our live last night because somebody commented and said that we were talking shit about her or no, somebody commented. No, she was talking shit about us. Somebody commented and said she was talking shit about us, right? So I pull up my iPad and go to her live. She's showing off her tattoo. She hadn't said a word about us. And she I was like Reed invite her in and she comes in and she's like somebody said I was talking shit about you and I was like yeah and she said I swear to god I didn't say your name and at the at the point whenever I looked at her live she was reading her comments and she was saying like oh Macy and Reed are talking shit about me like somebody was commenting on hers too and people do that shit on fucking purpose they they love they eat it up they love to watch it happen (laughs) they love to watch it go down but now the difference is is that she's on she's she's on tiktok live now she wasn't before she wasn't going live and getting her word out she wasn't telling her story she wasn't defending herself you know and and so for her i think if i were in her shoes it would be it's almost like i'll say it like this i have a situation where my ex has back child support right so to me i want to get credit for the last seven years for her this is like her back social media shit she wants credit now and i'm not saying that's how she feels i shouldn't word it that way i think that's how i would feel i would want credit for all of this time where I've not been taken up for myself, I've not been telling my story, I would want to start at the beginning and I would want to, you know, tell the story from my point of view. So 
I think I haven't even thought about it like that, but that's a hundred percent true for anybody. For even anybody. if my ex was on social media, been run down in the dirt, even not by her, but just by commenters, I would eventually be like, you know what? It's fucking time for me to show myself. Yeah. So when she said, I think I should get in on this. The second I read that comment, I was like, okay, she's, she's about to start. Of a, a thing you know this is this is about to start this isn't gonna stop I don't think and then the screenshots came and like Reed called me and he was like you know you're mentioned in these screenshots have you seen it and I was like no you know I still have I still haven't blocked I don't you know it's not I'm 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 removed from that situation I don't have anything to do with it anymore and then when I saw where she was admitting to trying to get back with you whenever she knew you were with me I was like, okay, well, it is about me. So now I just want to see where this fucking goes. I'm unblocking him. Like, you know, that's kind of the little <laughs> devil in the back of your head, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. What's going to be said? You know, what, what, you know, what are y'all going to, what are y'all going to say that I might miss? So I was like, fuck it. I'm unblocking him. I'm getting in. So that's, and that's where it come, came from whenever I said, I just thought it was funny because to me, it was like, I'm just showing my fucking face. I never said a word. I was like, I'm just going to show my face so people know I'm here. And that's what I did. So what goes back to TikTok is I never saw that video. I was on live just randomly like three o'clock in the afternoon and people started coming. Did you see where Bullets talk about Macy? Bullets? And then I had people be like, no, y'all, that's about Allie. And I was like, what is going on? Yeah, I'm literally just trying me. to eat a burrito. <laughs> so you know that goes back to like i said i think everything happens for a reason because i got kind of in a whiff of your current situation whenever that girl tagged me in that duet video that she did to you and then i got even more involved whenever i got a phone call saying that people were talking about it and so now here we are where you're getting to say start to finish and you know we're giving you your your time to tell your story but six months ago we wouldn't have had this so this wouldn't have happened so that's why I say everything happens exactly the way it's supposed to because you know now we get to say and I had never seen her face before like I'd never ever seen her on social media or anything this is the first time I've seen her beautiful girl by the way beautiful girl and her voice I think is just so pretty i don't know what it is but something about her voice is just so pretty to me like just her talking is just like oh but, that's how i feel about when you sing oh my goodness <laughs> sweet cheeks <laughs> but so i mean i had never seen her before and now and you know my my first thought was not let's get him on toxic talk but somebody commented and said are you going to get him on toxic talk and i immediately called reed and i was like reed we can make it to where we allow creators who are having drama that's all twisted up and turned around. They get to tell their story and we just sit there and we talk about it with them. And and that could be how we kind of get all of this attention off of us because at some point people are going to get tired of talking about us. And, you know, we can have we have an opportunity here. We have a platform. And that's why I texted you like I was afraid you you were going to feel like I was being a smart ass when I said, if you want my platform, you have it. I really Listen, I, <laughs> there was I was I was very thoroughly trying to pick apart those text messages. Oh, okay? I know there you was, were. Yeah, there was I was I was like, oh man, I don't know, bro. And honestly, 
I thought it was all set up at first, but I was like, after we had our little sidebar conversation, just about like, you know, whatever, I just want to make sure we were, you know, on, on track of what, you know, daytime, whatever. I felt a little better, honestly. And I didn't know if you were being genuine, honestly, you know, I know how I felt when we were together, but I also haven't had a conversation with you in six months, Yeah, you know, and there's been a lot of shit in between then and now that, you know, we've just talked about, but you know, I was just like, Oh fuck dude, this might be a setup, man. But I was like, you know what, what do I have to hide? If I just go on there, um, completely honest. Put myself in your shoes. I would have been nervous too. Oh, so can I be real though about, about thinking about getting set up? (laughs) I called Reed. Reed, what did I tell you? About getting set up, what did I tell you? Oh, last night? Was yeah. it last night where you were like, yeah. what if they're setting us up? <laughs> I was, just... I was, I like, was like, like, what if they're working together and they're trying to get us to try to gaslight them into thinking it's a good idea to get on our podcast and then they're going to screenshot it and then they're going to post it everywhere. <laughs> I was like, I called him. I was like, I'm trying to be so careful what I say because what if I say something that seems like I'm trying to trick them and then they screenshot it and they they put it everywhere and then I look like I'm trying to trick them but really I'm not trying to trick them. And Reed was like, I think just invite them on our podcast. Well, I, even the phone call when Todd right called me, I was like, uh, is he going to like record my audio? <laughs> like, I need to be careful what I'm saying. We're all there scared. was, uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's no trust, I think. I mean, you and Reed trust each other, yes. But, uh, you know, obviously me and her are in a position of zero trust. And Reed's a good dude. Don't get me wrong. Like I've said before, I have no issues with you or Reed. I, you know, I've accepted that whole situation that we've, you know, that we've all kind of been through together, honestly. And, um, you know, I have no issues. I have no hate towards anyone. But, uh, yeah, there was definitely. And then, you know, to touch on it the other night when me and Reed were we're live and then five minutes go by and Reed is live with Allie. Yes. I I, I was, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I was a little fucking hot and then I'm in the live and her comment section is running my name through the fucking mud and his comment section is running my name through the mud. And they're kind of just making jokes about it because I understand it was drama. It was, there was people, there was content. It was maybe exciting for everyone. Yeah, I was a little fucking hot, bro. I was a little hot. I, and, I think my fucking... point of view was I really had a good uh, conversation with Joe live. <clears throat> and then, so when me and you were on live, she was trying to join me and your live. And then as soon as me and you got off, I started drinking champagne. Not going to use alcohol as an excuse, but then, like, my comment section was, then she started trying to join my live again. And then people were like, join her, join her, join her, and, like, Drunk where you just like, except, oh, except, except. So, yeah, I didn't see it obviously because, like I told you, I was sleeping. But I think, I think the way that went down, you know, after having a conversation with Reed and after having a because I have had a conversation with her, and I, I think the way that went down was she's so eager to speak on it now because of like what I said a minute ago, you know, it's just kind of it's like back paid at this point. I think she's so eager to speak on it that she was like, okay, he had his turn. Give me my turn, you know? Yeah. And, and you know, what is something to take from this is you, you, no matter what is said, no matter, no matter who says what, no matter, you know, where any of this goes, you are responsible for you. And, and, you know, you know, 
you know your intentions on this podcast right now. So you know what you meant to say. You know, I hope you feel like you've said everything that you need to say. If if you don't, I'll, you know, I'll give you a few more minutes. But I think you I I honestly feel like you're coming from a place where you have you've figured so much out in the last few months. And I can see that you're tired of this. I can see that you don't want this to be the case anymore. And that, you know, this being drama back and forth isn't what you want. But, you know, the way that you feel could very well not be the way she feels. And I don't know, because kind of like what I did to you yesterday, whenever you you started explaining yourself and I was like, let's talk about it on the podcast. I did the same thing to her. So she like was ready to tell me her story quick. And I was like, okay, hold on. Write down the points you want to make. And we'll talk about it on the podcast after he gets to say what he feels like he needs to say. So, and she'll have the opportunity to hear this before she speaks to us. So, you know, I think that might could kind of help you guys in a way, help you, you know, you're, you're saying these things one off to her, but you're now saying this for whoever the hell wants to listen to it, to hear. Right. So I, you know, well, I'm glad she gets to hear it because she could be sitting pissed today, but I'm going to podcast and, run his name in but exactly. Ty's been very uh like taking accountability from what I've seen yeah so she might watch it and be like you know what it, it gives her a chance to see what how he feels without like the arguing and the text messages and yeah, I think it's, it's it's very good I I think you know like I said a minute ago I was so ready for this to just be you getting up here and gaslighting the fuck out of everybody because the last behavior I saw out of you was gaslighting let's be real you know the last, <laughs> the very last, last conversation yes the very last conversation we had I was like I'm not talking to you ever again and it was because you kept making me feel crazy so to me you're gonna come up here and you're gonna tell us all that we're crazy and that we have made this idea of you up in our heads and da 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 and so you have changed my whole mind in this last, you know, I don't know. I don't even know how long we'll be doing this, but in this last little while you've changed my mind and that that's not, you know, that's not me feeling like I'm going to get off this podcast and I'll be like, damn it. He did it again. He tricked me. You know, I think you really got up here and you were like, look, all this shit was fucked up and, yeah. and I'm tired of all this shit and I want it all to be cleared out and I want to figure it out and I'm trying my best. And that's all you can do. I see that you're trying your best. You know, if I saw you right now in Nashville or where the hell ever, I'd probably be like, what's up, dog? Hope you have a good time. <laughs> see ya. You know, I, I don't yeah. I don't have any hard feelings towards you at this moment. Now, if you get off this podcast and you go post some TikTok that that, you know, is out of line, then, yeah, I'm going to be mad at you again. So don't don't call this <laughs> <me> a pass. <laughs> don't call this a pass. But I think I I feel like. I see a big difference in the way that you are conducting conversations just just in this little time that we've talked. Yeah. Yeah. I I've tried to like when we had our conversation and you know, to back to you saying use your platform and stuff, like yeah, like I said, I was I was very much going through that, you know, those texts. Um, but you know, I really just truly I don't I just want to be a better person for my kid, for one, you know, first and foremost, but I've tried to, um, you know, get my word out there. But like you said, it's like, yeah, well, you can see things on live, but only the people in your life can hear it once and then it's over with, exactly. you know, nobody can hear it. Yeah. And I feel like I've, I've like, oh no, I've, I've said what I needed to say. Like, that's it. But then again, like that's, 
that's another that's like an older part of me of being like you know oh well fuck that i said what i needed to say if whoever heard it heard it you know but it's that's not the case it's like if i if i truly am this person or if i truly want to get my word out there then you know i want everyone who wants to listen to listen you know and i don't uh you know the things between me and her i indirectly put on social media because i felt like this was my outlet from her and that relationship and this was my therapy and this was my validation and this is i needed other people to understand that i was hurting because of what i was going through with somebody else but i was never ever really truly putting out the side that i was also doing hurting to someone else and i have done a lot of hurting to someone else but I wasn't a saint for these past two years either. So, you know, it, it's not, I'm not saying that, you know, I done no wrong. I, you know, it, I have, I've done plenty. And I just really, you know, I would give up and go back and throw all of my fucking social media away. If it meant that that relationship with her would have ever worked out. And I don't think that social media ruined our relationship. There's, a million things that went wrong. But, you know, it upsets me that I even have to be here today to do this. You know, I, I think yeah. it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. Like you said, I, I'm agreeing, agreeing with that. But it upsets me today that we have come to this point where I feel like <laughs> the person I thought I was going to spend my life with or have a family with, you know, the house, the kids, the dogs, whatever. We are on a podcast right now because of how much drama that, I have caused on social media. Like you said, from your standpoint, how you would feel, she feels like she needs to speak up. I made her feel that way. Mm -hmm. I chose to put our relationship and my side of our relationship on social media. And I have the following. So now she feels like she has to speak up. So this is why we're here today, you know? And I'm not saying I'm the only one that did wrong because I am not. I am am not the only person that has done hurting. But, you know, I just... I cho- I chose a while ago to be to everyday work on myself and understand that I'm not a fucking victim. I am just a product in an environment of chaos that I caused, you know? So yeah. I'm not the only one that's wrong, but I uh yeah, I don't I don't want to play the victim anymore. So that's well, pretty much why I was still unsure this morning. I'll be honest with you. I was still unsure. I was just like, uh, and a lot of that has to go back to the setup. I was just like, <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling know, you, bro. when I said, if you want my platform, you have it. My head was like, good job. That's a really good, that's a good way to make sure he understands that, that you're here for him. And then I hit send and you said, no, nah, I'm good. And I was like, oh man, I think he thinks I'm being a smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I was thoroughly like, I don't know, bro. This is, but, yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad that, you know, whatever place it comes from, and I can't speak on you or Reed's feelings, but I, I'm glad that, you know, I feel at least leaving this 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 talk um, at peace with myself and at peace with you guys. Now, I can't, again, speak on how you guys feel, but, you know, I've said this multiple times and I'll say it again. I don't want there to be drama anymore, and I will never, ever tolerate anyone speaking about negatively or just at all really it it still bothers me just when her name's brought up um you know about my kid's mother because i just feel like it's disrespectful 
directly to me and whatever. Maybe that's my own thing that I hold on to. But, um, but again, like I've, I, I have no hate towards anyone. Um, I have no hate towards, you know, literally anyone, not even your followers, not even the ones that constantly are in the comments. Okay. Well, on, to end it on a real note, um, I really do appreciate you trusting us because this was, I'm sure a little nerve wracking for you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure it was, but I appreciate you guys, uh, just taking the time to listen. You know, I, I didn't know what was going to come of it and I'm not here to change anybody's mind. Well, obviously, and you know, I hope, you know, somebody's mind changes, but I really just needed to speak my piece. So I'm glad that you guys gave me the opportunity to do that, even though you didn't have to. Well, I'm glad too, because I feel a lot better. I don't have any kind of hatred towards you, which I didn't, but I also had like a, like a bucket. Now I did almost throw up when I heard that song. Um, What is it? Nevermind. Honestly, nevermind. Yeah, I was driving and somebody sent it to me and we're like, you have to listen to this. And I heard I'll be halfway to NC and I had, I was driving to Georgia with my mom and we were listening like, there's no fucking way. And then I had dibs, you know, the little dibs ice creams. Yeah. I was about to swallow one. And then I heard I'll be halfway to NC and I went, Ugh! and mama said, what the fuck? And she was like, are you crying? And I was like, <laughs> I was choking on my dibs and near about throwing up. She was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That was, uh, yeah, that again, that song wasn't, that song was about you, but not about you. It, it was, it, well, it was it, to her. And I mean, that's yeah. obvious indirectly involved you because that's what i was saying like this that situation was not completely just you're you know it there was a, so much more that went on which you know we've talked about it was yeah just, you know yeah. whatever so you know that's i was going to nashville to do this and i i was halfway to nc to do you know it, that's what that song really represented well so. that just goes but, back to kind of where you were in your head and you know and i think yeah, a lot of my really... music does that yeah, well, I mean, mine as well. And I think you, you know, you writing that song is really the beginning of you recognizing that you were you were leaving one thing to, to kind of cover it up with a Band-Aid, the other, and then you kind of got confused. And then there was like, you know, it tells a story. And at, when I first heard it, I was pissed. I was like, fuck him. He's still using my fucking story to, to fucking put some shit up. But I saw your you TikTok, know, yeah. Yeah, I block, I block someone on Apple Music. Um, but you know that 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 goes back to you know we're all healing, we're all kind of figuring out what behaviors are acceptable and what are not. And music is a way of you know I write I write songs I have songs that I would never put out that that I have written just for myself, just to to kind of help myself get it all out and make it all make sense. And yeah. I think that is just, that is kind of, that, that is representative, uh, rep, representative of the time period where you were just now figuring out what you were doing when you went to Nashville and when you went to North Carolina. So I don't hold anything against you. I really don't. Um, all is forgiven, not forgotten, just purely because I, I could have done things differently too. And, you know, I could have, could have made better decisions and kind of had more of a grown-up mindset towards things but you know we live and we learn and like i said if i see you in public i'm fist bumping you for sure <laughs> like i said i have no issue with anybody and I, I really got i do appreciate the the opportunity um as much as, as skeptical as i was i really do appreciate it and um you know i wouldn't i wouldn't take back 
going down to Nashville, yo, for real. Or even North Carolina. I had, I had a great fucking time. And you guys are awesome people. As toxic as you are, because, I mean, I hope you can admit that. You guys are a little We're toxic. We're toxic as fuck. Good God. Oh, I appreciate it, guys. Take care. All right, Todd. See you, bud. Take care. Just kidding. I don't think he knows how to leave it. <laughs> there, oh, we go. there we go. <laughs> <laughs> well. What a lot to process. What are your, you have, I feel like your mind is just racing. What's going on? Well, I, I just went into it thinking a different outcome. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, I'm not setting up for any of its past actions, but <clears throat> he showed a lot of maturity and a lot of accountability for his 100%, actions. Yes. And even though we've all had TikTok drama or drama, this is the first, I mean, even taking me out of it or adding me in because I was kind of there through the whole process. Yeah. It's the first time we've all literally had a conversation. Yes. First time. So it's easy to be like, fuck you for doing this. Fuck you. Yeah. But then like when you hear his side and you're like, Okay, I, I, wrong way to do it, but I get why you did well, it. Well, yeah, you're kind of like, okay, he's human too. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. I would have done the same thing. I mean, I very easily could have done the same thing. We all could fuck somebody over at some point. And we probably have. And probably have, yeah, 100%. So, well, I feel good. I hope, truly, truly, I hope that we get Allie on next week and she has heard this and there is some kind of resolve because mm-hmm. I think I'm going to be really sad if she gets on and and she kind of has something to to negate everything that he has said you know what I mean Which uh, yeah, I, don't... I mean full-on I want her to like say her piece and say her side because yeah, she I want has her a story to say to tell. exactly what she has to say I'm just worried that it's gonna... but future them like co-parenting like at some point you have to put yourself in other people's shoes mm-hmm. and understand why certain things happen. Yeah. So I hope now a hundred percent, if she gets on here and she's like, you know, he gaslit me and he's toxic and he made me feel this way and that way. Valid. Tell it all. Let's hear it all. Valid. <laughs> Let's hear it. You know? Because that's your story, you know, and, and that is, I'm sure, like I just said, he did gaslight me, but what I hope is remembered is, everything that he just said was yeah I did all this and I know I gaslit her and I, I know I gaslit you and I'm, I'm trying to do my best you know I'm doing my best to change and, and be different so when she gets on and she tells her story I hope that the followers the people that listen mm-hmm. the people that go to the comments and they make up these stories I truly hope they find it in their hearts to be like okay yes this is her story this is what happened between them but we're not gonna go at him and fault him for the story she told because we're in the here and now he knows what he did wrong however if she comes up here and she says one thing that's like blows it all out of the water i'm also here for that whatever she has to say me too. <laughs> Whatever she has. Tell your side of the story. Do we hope that you understand his a little bit? Yes. But yes. if you don't, we're here I'm for here it. For it. <laughs> I'm here for it. If you don't understand and you just want to get it all out, bro, hand me a mimosa. We'll girls talk it all fucking day. Let's go. Whatever you need to say. I am super excited to have her own. Um, you know, and, and not for nothing, 
just in the conversations I've had with her, she she's also trying really hard too. You know, she takes me first thing this morning, and what she said to me was like, it was so like, damn, that's relatable as fuck. Like, it was the first time I was like, oh, okay, Allie knows how I feel. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I mean, she does. She doesn't. She knows how I feel, but and she also recognizes that to me it was just like a a small time period, and to her it's been all these years and this whole thing. So that's why I'm really excited to hear her side because I kind of feel validated just knowing that she has been in the same situation with him because then I know I'm not crazy, you know. Well, I don't know her as good as I do Ty, but I mean, I like I like them, but I have no hard feelings for both of them. But yeah, I don't know what I was going to say with that. I think you just stopped yourself because you were going to say something you might not. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay. Well, um, cool. So I'll see you on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And actually you're seeing me the day this comes out. That's weird. <laughs> I will see. I will be posting this as I'm driving to Nashville or as my mom is driving to Nashville. I was about to I'll say, yeah, I hope your mom drives. <laughs> I'll be YouTubing this as mom's driving to Nashville. Okay. Are you going to edit it first and then, well, we can talk about it later. Well, I don't really have to edit this. I just have to put the video to the audio. Because, I mean, I'm not cutting anything. Unless he takes me between now and then and says, cut that, I'm not cutting anything. I don't think I should. No, I think it was good. Are you doing two parts? Or are you just going to? I honestly am just going to spill this whole this whole bag. This whole thing should just be spilled, yeah. This whole Even bag if it's is, two hours. It's a whole bag. Go through two hours of it if y'all want. So. <laughs> That's up to y'all. <laughs> up to y'all. But this is a lot, and you're going to have to listen <laughs> this is so good i feel so light i think i've been holding on to a lot more hate than i thought i was i feel Mm -hmm. very light right now because i'm like yeah man you get up here and you and you say you fucked up and you say you're an ass and you say you were an ass and you say you're trying to do better cool i feel so much better because i wanted you to stop making music and stop making tiktoks and stop getting attention on social media and now i'm like (laughs) yeah it's bullet cool i don't fucking care I really don't care. I said I didn't care before, but I was just angry, and I didn't realize. I, I, I think, I mean, not to get too deep, I think you needed to hear some of this. I did. I didn't know that I did, but I did. I really did, because I feel so much better right now. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. But like you said on TikTok last night, I'm still the best lover you've ever had. Still, mm-hmm, for sure, <laughs> 100% the best lover I've ever had. All right, well, I've got to go. My mom's called me four times. <clears throat> All right, love you. I love you so much. Oh, this is talk. This has been toxic talk. I'm over here acting like this is a FaceTime. Yeah. This has been <laughs> I was like, wonder what you were doing. That's funny. This has been Toxic Talk with Macy and Reed, Macy Nicole Walker on TikTok and Instagram. Um, make sure you look us up on YouTube if you're listening on Spotify or vice versa. We are also on Amazon and we are that's all. Oh, we're gonna be on Trey Lewis's podcast next week as well. That's what I was gonna say. And your TikTok and Instagram? Uh, Instagram is just at Reed Harold. TikTok is Reed Harold one. My backup that I go live on daily is Reed Harold official. But I'm about to change the name to Feral Harold. I love Feral Harold. That's such a good idea. Me too. Yeah. All right. Well, this is us signing out. We love you all, and we hope you have a toxic as fuck week. <laughs> <laughs> That's our new sign off. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right. Signing out. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Oh, shit.